Welcome back to episode 76 of the Jake and Joe Show. I'm Joe. And I'm Jake. This week we've got a real fun episode for you. I don't even really care what we're talking about. (laughs) Oh no. Let's talk about whatever you want to talk about. Okay. Well, since I can tell you're in a glorious mood, I think today, this week, would be a great time to dig into the list a little bit into something kind of heavy. We're going to be talking about what we want to improve on ourselves. So it's going to be very critical. We're going to be very critical of ourselves and try to come up and with each other. one or two things. And each other. I don't know about that. I'm going to shame Jake. Oh, boy. Okay. He's a bad person. I'll try to take it easy on you. I mean, already I can think of like at least seven or eight things Perfect. that I would want to be different about you. Perfect. Make right. me feel it. All right. Before I get into mine, how was your week? It was all right. Yeah? Yeah, I guess. Man, you're bringing back flashbacks of when I would record. <laughs> I've just been feeling just blech lately. I don't know, man. I just... I'm feeling black. That's really all I got to say. Um, you need so, something new in your life. Shake it up. It was an all right week, I guess. Um, I just went to work five days in a row. Really? Did Ooh. you have like two days off? Yeah. Oh. <sighs> That's about <laughs> it, though. We hung out on Friday. That we was, did. We that did. was all right. The one thing I was looking forward to about hanging out, you ripped away from me. That's true. We played some Kirby's Dream Course. The first time we played, I think, a couple weekends ago. Yes. I beat you badly. Yeah, I've never <laughs> played before. Yeah, and then we played Friday and you beat me. Yeah. I think that's um I think that's a lot of luck involved in a dream course. Yeah. And if you listeners haven't played it, it's more or less um mini golf. Mini golf with <laughs> power ups and yeah. crazy courses or whatever. Yeah. That was about it, though. Didn't really do anything else. I went disc golfing a few times. Went, yeah. Went disc golfing with Jordan. That was okay. Yeah. Went discording. Discording. Discord. Well, Dis- we have been discording. <laughs> we have been discording. Went disc golfing with uh, you and Cody. That was all right. Yeah, hours ago. Hours ago. Uh, that was the first time I've gone in, I want to say, three or four years. Did you enjoy it? I did. I had a good time. I played about... I played better than I expected, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I'm even in my prime, I wasn't much better. I don't think I've ever finished Quaker Hill at a zero. I don't. I don't think you played that bad. I mean, you, the way you were talking, it made it sound like you were going to play like thirty or forty over in a game. And I mean, you didn't do it amazingly well. But for someone who hasn't played in, like you said, three or four years. And someone who you said you weren't that great when you stopped. No, I mean, I didn't I think really you did bad not. at all. Uh, yeah, was it? I think I was eighteen over. I think if you put in a little more work on your like your initial form, like your first throw, because mm. your your mid range game when you're in the woods isn't that bad. Um, it's your initial throw. You don't seem to get a ton of power behind it, but that's just yeah. Form. I've never been able to yeah to do that. Once in a while, I remember I would launch some insane drives that would have like that perfect s curve mm-hmm. and everything and i'm like how did i do that what did i do <laughs> yeah it's just working on form i think yeah. is all you really need to do for sure but you mean you're not supposed to like 
tiptoe really quick <laughs> and just like throw it shot put style? Nope, you're not. Believe oh, it or not. Shoot. I know My that's bad. crazy. But well, yeah, other than that. Yeah. I know. Just boring, boring life. <laughs> boring life. Yeah. You think someone who does a podcast every single week has a boring life? I guess. I guess <laughs> that's true because I do. Boring life. <laughs> I've actually been, uh, like, I, I've been sleeping more lately. Yeah. And I think I've been sleeping more because I've just been feeling like, I don't know, me- more melancholy. Like, I, I'm not like, I don't think I'm depressed yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm there yet, but I, I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm not as chipper as I normally am. And I feel like maybe I've been sleeping more as like a side effect of that. I don't know if that makes any sense or if I'm just making things up that don't really. I think I know what's happening. What? You're getting older. Oh, no. You think? Yep. I don't know. Your childhood whimsy is fading away. You'll never get it back. I'm realizing the harsh realities of just how horrible life is. And how repetitive. Yeah. And how even looking on the bright side doesn't do it. Doesn't work. (sighs) But never mind. Pretend I didn't say that. That's me now. (laughs) I'm just old adult Joe now. Just call me old man Joe. OMJ. I I could get used to that. I'll get, just give me a t-shirt that says OMJ across the front of it. OMJ. <laughs> OMJ. <laughs> OMJ. Well, I know it's not technically summer because summer kicks off Memorial Weekend typically, but I'm out of school. Holy and, oh, I forgot Holy about this until Holy just now. I got my A-plus certification, which I think I mentioned last episode or the episode before and I was worried about possibly not getting that and I'm happy to say that I got it which is a huge huge help probably the best certification out of all of them that I'm going to go for that is going to help me get that first job and you have the most amazing certification picture of all time oh my word yeah so I think I've mentioned this before guys but the a- CompTIA A plus certification is basically uh, proving that you have the equivalent of one year's experience in the IT field. So even if you haven't worked in the IT field before, such as me, you can say that you have as much knowledge as someone who has about one year. Anyway, it's split up into two tests, the 901 and the 902. So my picture for the 901 the camera had messed up and it was my my regular face, you know, my eyes were open, I was smiling, it was fine. But then below my neck was just like really messed up and, and stretched out shirt. So <laughs> my body looked really messed up. And then as Joe was just kind of insinuating, the picture for my 902 test I just took last Friday caught me mid-blink. But it was perfect. Yeah. Like my eyes weren't half closed. My eyes were fully closed. So I was like (laughs) smiling, but with my eyes closed. So of course. You sent me a picture of that when I was at work. Yeah. And I had to get up from my desk and just walk away because I was laughing so hard. It was was great. I needed it in the afternoon. That was funny. I'm just really glad that the actual certification doesn't have a picture on it because then it's like, oh, choose which picture do you want, your 901 (laughs) or your 902? They're both terrible. (laughs) But yeah, um, I am out of school. 
I'm so excited. I'm going to have more free time. Um, we're going to have, we have four, four more episodes of this show for this season. And then, then we're on summer break. Yeah, we're on summer break. We're going to have even more time. It's going to be fun, man. We are planning to do another season after this one. Yep. And then who knows what the future holds. Our initial goal for this show was to hit episode 100. Yes. And that's what we're coming up on. So uh, we have... <laughs> well, I'm going to let you listeners behind the curtain because there honestly aren't that yeah. many of you. Yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you. You over there. The Come one listening... Here. In your mid two thousands, Chevy Dodge, Chevy Dodge, Toy- Toyotas, Nissan Hyundai Toyota. <laughs> uh, we don't have that many listeners. We've been watching our listen count like decline <laughs> as the season's gone on. We started out strong. We did when we, we did. did that. No more zero days episode. I think we hit. I think that was one of our, or might have been our most listened to episode we've ever done. It was. It was. Coming back to we we hadn't made any episodes for quite a while, right? And we were hyping it up on our own personal pages too. So I think yeah, I think that was like you know how if you like were to make a business and you'd have a grand opening, um, all your friends and family are going to come to it. But in in reality, that doesn't mean they're going to be patrons, right? So we had a good strong start to the season, and we've been yeah. watching our listener count go down and i know we've always said from day one of doing this that it's not about the listens it's about like the content and how we feel about the episodes right so i think that's why we're making the decision to maybe not go on after episode 100 Mm. because it's it's not about the listens for me it's about the fact that i don't feel like our content is as strong as we both want it to be Right. And that's not to say I don't I want to be done podcasts. I would still like to do another podcast, but I think we'd need to figure out a different format and maybe do something different in terms of content altogether right. to keep it fresh. So it's not that we are closing out the show if we do do this. It's more along the lines of what we want to do next doesn't line up with our current vision of the show and right. what few listeners we have expectations of the show yeah so we'd have to call it something completely different right i mean i wouldn't want to do episode 101 of the jake and joe show and have it be completely right unrecognizable that doesn't make any sense exactly so who knows we've talked about a few different ideas for what we'd like to see in a podcast um one that i i think i i mean i fleshed out quite a bit of the details in my own head that I think could be pretty fun to do. So we'll we'll see. I mean, yeah, that's down the road a ways, and we still got the summer ahead of us. So who knows what'll happen? Yeah, and of course we're gonna. We should have started this week actually, um, learning how to program and stuff. Yeah, we we still can. We Maybe can this like weekend I can I can come over with my or you can come over with yeah. your desktop because I know we talked about doing the first chapter like both of our pcs together because it takes a little bit of configuration and getting it all set up and i think that'd be a pain in the butt to try to do over discord anyway that doesn't interest you guys (laughs) because we're talking for our own selves but anyway uh anything else go on in your week anything notable not really all right out of school i'm pumped kicked your butt at kirby's dream court yeah and played some disc golf (sighs) i guess (laughs) Now that that's over, a brief moment of sunshine in my life. (laughs) Let's move on to Song of the Week. Joe, 
What song do you have for us? Is it something happy and upbeat? It really is. Oh, good, good. I'm lying. It's oh. not. It's dark and it's depressing, oh, no. and it exactly represents how I feel about <laughs> everything. Okay. Everything. 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 Everything is awful. Is it? <laughs> the name of my song this week is Everything is Awful by the Decemberists. And, well, everything's awful. So here's 30 seconds of that. kidding everything is awful jake so how did you come across that song that song was on my discover weekly probably four or five months ago was it forecasting your mood shift i guess it was spotify knows me better than i know me yeah uh i don't know why it was on there because it didn't really match the music i was listening to at the time i guess they just decided that was something i needed to hear yeah and you're gonna need this (laughs) it was like so out of left field for the type of music i normally listen to that i loved it i'm like this is not what i was expecting at all but it's great so threw it on my list of eventual songs to do for song of the week and because i've been feeling so melancholy the last few weeks uh i felt like it was a good time to bring it out and let you guys know that everything is awful Mm. so hope you enjoyed yeah what do you got for us? Well, this is a song that I had on my Discover Weekly several weeks ago. I'd say actually a couple months ago at this point. And Joe is actually really good at having Song of the Weeks or Songs of the Week. And he has a list going of all the songs that he wants to eventually I'm just use. about out, though. Well, he had showed me that song, and I was like, oh, man, I have a perfect companion song. And it is called Wave Your Hands by Sage Smith. So here's 30 seconds of that. Wave your hands real happy. Let your legs move quickly. Wave your hands real happy. Shake your arms. Touch your nose if you've ever seen a big dog. Touch your toes if you've ever seen a small frog. Touch your ears if you've ever seen a plane hit the Pentagon. So to me, that song is, it's just like stupid funny. And it's also, I think Joe had mentioned, it's bad, but it's done bad on purpose, which yeah. makes it funny, in my mind at least. Um, and I might be thinking too deeply about this, but I also feel like it's one of those, it, the message of it is basically saying we try our hardest to be happy and even the media and everything is like trying to make us be happy despite the bad things that are going on around us because in the song itself it's kind of insinuating that things like 9-11 was an inside job and just off the wall funny stuff like that and towards the end uh, I can't remember what it's called um looks like a breakdown kind of he just says learning is fun learning <laughs> is fun and just like dishes out these like off the wall facts and 
just thought it'd be a good uh, companion piece. It is, it was pretty good. Song. It was topical. Mm. And we figured that we should probably do something sad or at least heavy in some way for those songs. And we actually didn't even do it on purpose uh, this week because we had already wanted to do to talk about this this week. And talk about what this week? Talk you about, haven't told them what? Yes, I did in the very beginning. Oh. That we're going to be critical about ourselves. Oh, yeah, yeah. And things and find our weaknesses and what we wish we could improve. But we've just figured now is a great time to to show you guys those songs. So I hope you're not already feeling. We probably should have put some warning that if you're already feeling like crap, maybe you should skip this one. But, uh, oh, well. I think it's important to always be... Depressed and sad. See, I remember when I was really... Depressed and sad. Depressed and sad. Uh, I always had this thought that happiness was a complete illusion and that... It is. In that happiness was ignorant. To be happy was ignorant. It is. And it's very hard not to think that way as an adult sometimes because you see all this monotony and horrible things around you all the time. In fact, uh, Maine alone... I don't know the number, but every single day for the past week, I've seen fatalities from head-on collisions or at least serious injuries. That's insane. Mm. There was a huge one in Augusta when we were... Wait, no, that wasn't you. Um, I had my sister and... <laughs> did you <laughs> I have another friend. Did you have other friends yes. over, Jake? Yeah, I had my sister and her boyfriend That's it. over. Screw episode 100. We're <laughs> done now. And we went to Texas Roadhouse and we saw a bunch of cops. And How was Texas Roadhouse? It was delicious. I wasn't invited. I was yeah, home I'm wallowing sorry. in my own pity. I should have invited Contemplating you. ending my life. I'm so sorry. I've never even met your sister. I would oh, love- Oh, yeah, you haven't. I would love to meet your sister. Yeah. But I never have. I haven't met your sister. Yeah, you have. I haven't met her. I, I've seen her at Cody's wedding. Oh. And I've seen- I've kind of like talked to your little brother a little bit. Oh. But, yeah, anyway- uh, yeah, so there's a lot of sad stuff going on. So it's hard, especially when you're in the middle of that vortex. It's hard to look out, Joe. It is. And you just got to remember that you got to apply that no zero days thing No. to your life. No. And I think one of the reasons why that point of when you're in the middle of the vortex, it's hard to see out and you can't. You just have to work your way to the outside. That resonated with me most because I totally understood that because of when i when i was feeling really sad yeah that's how i felt well that there's like no way out and being in being happy there isn't it was like an acceptance thing what's the five stages of grief or whatever five stages of i don't know acceptance was like the end so that's you're deep in there when you're like yeah this is real life i felt so like depression was real life what do you, what do you think i'm at for like stage wise oh i don't know I don't know if that works. I don't know if it works necessarily with... Five stages of... I think it's grief is what you're thinking of. Yeah, I said I said five stages of grief. Oh, I, I thought I, you said depression. My bad. Yeah. Five stages of grief. The five stages of grief. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So what stage are you saying I'm in? Well, see, I don't know if it really applies to to mood necessarily. 
I would say, I mean, if you're feeling sad, then be, it would be like a depression. I'm not in any type of grief. Right. I just am ready for some type of change in my life. Yeah. I think that change is no more Jake and Joe show. Yeah. This is what's really dragging me down. I <laughs> no, hate this. This is my least favorite part of the week. <laughs> I know that two nights of my week are taken up. One night recording and the next night I have to edit. That's Since true. He's no not one kidding. else knows how to edit anymore. He's not kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, like I said, I don't mind editing. I don't want you to ever feel like I'm being serious when I joke about <laughs> Even that. Even though this is like the fourth time yeah, you've joked I'm, about I'm it. I'm not serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If You should know me by now. When, I, when there's like something that's even a little bit funny... I hammer yeah. it to death. <laughs> I just use that joke until it's not funny. Beat that dead horse. Exactly. That's, that's basically my motto. So let's get into the main topic, I guess. I guess we kind of just did. Yeah. Without really... Meaning to. Switching, but... Do you want to go first, Joe? Do you, do you have something that you can think of right now well, that you want to change about yourself? Or at least identify as a weakness? I've got a lot of weaknesses, Jake. I know. I like to... I'm just kidding. Yeah. I was going to ignore that. <sighs> What's the point? Of <laughs> hard, didn't it? What's the point of ignoring and just being happy when you can wallow in self pity? Why not? There are a lot of things <laughs> that I think are wrong with me, <laughs> and I could really use a friend that doesn't laugh at me. No, I. Th- I mean, overall, I don't really like have too many issues with myself. Probably more right now than I ever have in the past because I've been feeling more melancholy. And I think when you're not like super happy and chipper, it's easier to focus on like the negative things about yourself that you normally just don't pay attention to. I think there are a few, but I'm more curious to hear yours first because you were the person, you you were the one who kind of like brought this topic idea to the table. So I can only imagine what it was that spurred this idea so I'm interested to like hear what you have to say. Yeah. So what spurred the idea is- I already said that. You can't say that. Well, that's why I said it in that inflection. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't-, it wasn't uh, That was how, how pa- you do the quotations. Right, right. It wasn't uh, plagiarizing. It was- right. It was being respectful. Oh, hey, thank you. I needed that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I value you. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 Oh boy, that's a promo, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so this was something that I just kind of recently learned about myself and figured out why. Because a lot of times it's really hard to find your own weaknesses, especially if they're deep-rooted. Because sometimes you know, you'll have a weakness because of this reason, which is a side effect of another root cause. Mm. And I think that for me is I am really bad at, like if someone's excited about something, depending on what it is, sometimes I am that person who just like feels like I have to squash that excitement. Oh yeah, I forgot I find this it, is what you mentioned. I find it really uncomfortable if, when people are super excited about some things. Mm. Sometimes, and particularly, like, I was thinking of, uh, to be honest, my brother, because he gets really passionate about certain things, and then that 
that I don't necessarily have that same passion for. And just because I feel like it's not weird, but just like uncomfortable in some way, I've learned that I shouldn't like squash that excitement in someone else just because, or just to get me feeling more comfortable. Mm. And I can't tell exactly why I'm like that. I think I had some speculation, but I can't remember what it is. Maybe I can think of it. When you mentioned this to me, whenever you brought this topic up oh, this a couple weeks two ago. two weeks ago. Yeah. I didn't really like think about it much at the time, but between then and now, I've spent some time thinking about this topic and specifically what you said about like squashing other people's excitement when they're excited about something. And I've realized that it's something that I do too. Like, I don't know that it's as huge of an issue for me as mm-hmm. you're might thinking, as you might be thinking it is for you. But I've noticed that like when someone's really excited about something, if it's not something I'm into, I just kind of like, I get over, like, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And we move on with the conversation or whatever it is. So I can kind of see where you're coming from. I don't really know why I'm like that. I don't really think it's a matter of discomfort for me because there's not a whole lot that really makes me uncomfortable in social situations. But I don't know. It's weird because I'd never really thought about it before until you brought it up. And then when I started thinking about it, for example, Michaela really loves Grey's Anatomy and those shows. And I don't. Right. <laughs> but she'll be excited about them coming back and I'll just brush it off like, yeah, or whatever. Like, make a joke, right? Yeah, or I make fun I of it. Too. Or like I try to make her feel bad for liking the show. And I'm like... Even if you're joking, but really that's what you're doing. Right. Yeah. And, but why? Why do that? Because just because I don't necessarily enjoy something i need to like make sure someone else doesn't enjoy it too so i've honestly actively been trying to improve that in the last couple weeks yeah i don't know that i have made any progress at all but it is something that i've thought about and i am interested to know why i'm like that i don't know if it's a i don't know i don't know if it's just because i is that natural do all humans do that I think I think to some degree it's natural depending on where it comes from. Uh, I had said earlier that I wasn't really sure why I feel that way, but from what you said, I think one of the causes for me is if if I'm in a public setting, I'm already kind of anxious, and I want things. I want to have control. Mm-hmm. I'm not. A, I really don't define myself as a control freak, but I doubt control freaks define themselves as control freaks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but when I'm in a public situation, I really like to. I guess I like to have control in the sense that I really want things to go a certain way and will do what it takes for that outcome in some ways. Mm. I like I don't like to rock the boat like if I, and I think a lot of people are like this like Adria is too, I know. Sometimes oh this is a good example too and it involves you. So Ooh. you're you're one of the people you're in the minority, I think. Uh, Be careful what you say next, I hate my you. friend. Oh, <laughs> you're in the minority when I say this. I hate you. No. So Joe's one of those people who he's really, really comfortable. Are you talking to them? Yes. Okay, let me close my ears. Yeah. Close, <laughs> close my ears. Close my ears. My ears are closed. He's very, very comfortable even in public. Like He's as comfortable 
in public as he is in private. Most people have, like, they tone it down a little bit in public for one reason or another, uh, whether it be, like, anxiety or just, like, social cues that they have been taught or something. Are you saying I have no social cues? Well, I was going to say <laughs> etiquette. I but <laughs> you think I don't have any social no, etiquette? No, no, no. You, you do. You're not, like, rude or anything. Okay, good. But it's just... It, one thing that I, I learned really quickly is that you're not afraid to like talk loudly. <laughs> you're not afraid for other people to hear you. Correct. And I think most people, like if you're sitting in a movie theater and there's a lot of people around, you kind of, you lower your voice because you don't want to like, you don't want your voice to carry into other people's ears, I guess. But you you won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just like, hey, Jay, what's up? Well, and it's a little like, I, I think, I don't think I'm in the majority in how I feel about it. But sometimes it's a little uncomfortable <laughs> because it's like, oh, like I don't want like everybody to listen into this conversation we're having. Why? Because it's just like I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk in public, or or I do want to talk, but I don't want to like. I don't want to talk in a normal volume. Right. So like, you'll talk to me like this and I'll reply like, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then you'll be like, hey, wh why are you talking so quiet? <laughs> because well, you're right next to me, Joe. <laughs> I've, I've learned that other people don't care. And I, but that's I care because that's why, I think that's why I um, don't like to do it because when I hear other loud people, I'm just like, can you shut up? <laughs> so you think I'm rude? If you weren't within my group, I'd be like, can you just like calm down? Well, <laughs> because why? of my need for control. Because I'm like anxious. I'm so anxious. When I'm in a group of a lot of people, I just don't want people to be like <laughs> rambunctious. And You're old, Jake. I just I'm, want everyone to just sit down just, and be quiet. All just, right? Yeah, just sit. Uh, whoa, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Throw it slipped out. <laughs> just sit still. And I'm leaving that in. I'm bleeping it. I'm bleeping it. Okay. It's too natural. Yeah, it was really natural. <laughs> you can and, tell you and, riled and, up. And look straight into the movie theater, the blank white canvas, and just wait for the movie. <laughs> oh, I, you, I feel and, like you're talking when about you, when you open up your candy, be quiet as hell. Okay. So can we talk about candy in a movie theater yeah, real sure. quick? Let's do because it. that drives me insane. Yes. <laughs> we went to see Endgame. And it yep. was like an hour and a half into the movie and there are still bags of candy being opened. Yes. Like you were here 30 minutes before the movie started. You had yep. so much time to open your candy. Shut up. <laughs> it's just, it's so obnoxious. <laughs> like people are rustling their popcorn yes, and they're popping it. I'm like, what are you doing? How is it not gone? Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. I just need to get that out. I think people who open up boxes of candy midway through the movie must just like have a stockpile <laughs> they must have gone and just stockpiled the candy like who's who's not finished i'm done my candy by the time the movie starts half the time i don't take candy i know when we went to see endgame i hadn't even drank water since the night before because i didn't want to risk needing <laughs> yeah. to get up to go pee that's true i had no snacks yep anyway back to what we were talking about you think i'm rude <laughs> no it's it's not rude it's just it causes some people like me to feel minorly uncomfortable. So after we went and saw that Seth Rogen movie, <laughs> let's yeah. talk about the bathroom. When oh we <laughs> my word, that was funny. So we after we went and saw Long Shot, we went 
uh, the movie was over. We and forgot to mention this last week. This yeah, morning. you and I had to go pee. Yeah. And we walk. You walked into the bathroom ahead of me and walked over to a urinal. Mm-hmm. And when I came in behind you, there were so many people in there that the only urinal that was open was next to you. Yeah, and next to you, or to be next to some other guy who was peeing. There was. I don't think there. Yeah, there I didn't was a guy think on there the was. Other a, end. Oh, I didn't. I thought all the other urinals were taken. I guess I don't really look around too much when I'm. Peeing. Well. I ended up standing next to you, (laughs) and it was the first time we'd ever done that. Yeah. So naturally, I said, hey, Jake, (laughs) this is a first for us. In his normal voice. In my normal voice. I didn't whisper it. Although, (laughs) whispering it would be creepy (laughs) as hell. Like, that would be worse if someone overheard, like, hey, Jake, this is a first (laughs) for us. Uh, But I could tell, like, you were so, you felt so uncomfortable (laughs) when I said that. Like, you were just like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I um, yeah. I just like chuckled and it was like yeah. <laughs> but then after we left the bathroom, of it course, was funny. We laughed. It, it was funny. But yeah. like that's the type of thing that for me, yeah, I, I have it, no shame. I know. Like I, know. I don't care. Like <laughs> all these other people around, they might be thinking for like two seconds, like wow, that guy's a weirdo. But at the right. end of the day, it doesn't change it doesn't anything. Matter. It doesn't matter. And it left us with a great story. So yeah. I just it, it I don't know. Funny. I have no issue with that type of thing. My guess is that for the most part it depends on how you were raised. Like if you were one of those children like me who was raised to not touch anything and not talk and stand right behind my parent and just follow when you're in public, mm-hmm. then you're more likely to just be that calm. You're, gonna, you're more likely to, to develop your public mode. Right. Yeah, and that's that's, I a, think, that's a good topic I think on its you own, your probably, public mode. You probably were had more freedom. I know you've talked to my dad a yeah, little bit. Yeah. He's louder than I am. Yeah. So that's probably <laughs> where I picked up most of my, most of my social cues yeah. is that if he's in a group of people, he doesn't tone his voice down. Right. It's always full volume. So you saw that and you're like, that's how normal people are. <laughs> and to you, that's that's a normal thing. So you you were like always told to be quiet and just follow yeah. it, follow behind. I, I was told sort like, of. Every single time I went into the grocery store, the one thing that I always was told is don't touch anything. Because I guess, I don't know, supposedly I had an issue with touching things in a grocery store. I don't know. Huh. I, <laughs> but I just could not, I couldn't touch anything. And I just like, it was, it was, def, it was a definite mode that I had to be in. That's interesting. I yeah. never really thought of that before, that kids have a public mode that have been taught to them by their parents or their upbringing and then into adulthood it just doesn't go away because you feel like you have to act a certain way right in public because it's like use your inside voice you know what i mean or use your outside you know what i'm saying i don't have an inside voice i'm always loud you're just constantly outside it's like you were raised outside uh, outside i was your family was like nomads right yeah, we didn't have stars. we didn't have a home. Yeah, we traveled yeah. around. Some people like to call it homeless, but I call it nomadic. We were nomadic, yeah, yeah. gypsies even. <laughs> yes, we we were in Norwich We we say we lived in Norwich but we really just traveled Route <laughs> Two back and forth within town. Yeah. So, was there anything else that you like had thought about about your like personality wise that you wanted to change? One other thing that I know I'm bad at. And even though I know it and I think about it every day, I can't change it. Wow. What is it? 
I'm very defensive. And uh, if someone makes a joke, I mean, it you, you we just proved it today. Even when you said um, uh, when you were making fun of me because I have small feet, <laughs> because I have an average size no, man. men's nine and a half. Nope, I don't agree. I can't you let keep, it go. You keep saying I can't let it go. <laughs> you keep saying that it's the average size because it that's is. the size they use for displays in the store. But the, it's not because it's correlated. It's not direct. How many people do you know that have your size foot, dudes? I don't know. I every dude I know listen, my age has like a, an eleven, at least. I that's weird. Do my group of friends I, have abnormally it, large feet? I've perhaps? said it before, and I know you've heard me say this a billion times, but I'm going to say it again for the listeners. There's something in the water in Norgewater. <laughs> something, because seriously, your whole group of friends are all big feet. Twelve. <laughs> I mean, talking like twelve and up. I'm 11 and a half. Look, I worked at a shoe store. I worked at two shoe stores Yeah, for almost a decade of my life. Uh-huh. And when we would restock, we would restock eight and a half to 10 and a half the most. And then anything above 10 and a half, you would only have one or two because they wouldn't be gone by the end of the day. More people take the eight and a half to 10 and a half. Were they shopping for their children, perhaps? Well, could be. But it yeah, let's it ask Google. Through. I'm gonna ask Google yes. just right now. Me too, because I don't trust you. Oh wow. Okay. No, nah, you you'd be honest. What's the average shoe size for men? In 2014, the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons reported that the worldwide average shoe size for men is between nine and twelve, while the <laughs> wow. American average male shoe size is a ten and a half. Oh wow. That is lower. That is a little bit higher than I expected. So still not eleven and a half or twelve. You, we're equally outliers of the of that ten and a half. Average. I guess so. I feel like they'd want to use like for, for nine and a half being the shoe size that's like on display. Yeah. I feel like they'd either want to use a size that's below average or above average, so people weren't constantly taking the display shoes. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like yeah. if if nine and a half was the most popular bought shoe, why would you have a nine and a half on display? Someone's gonna take it, and then you've lost your display shoe. Ask New Balance. As far as I know, that's still their <laughs> <laughs> they're still their uh, display size, roughly. Anyway, yeah. So, so you're defensive. Yeah, it, and I I just think that honestly, to be very honest, um, as far as I can tell, it's probably just like a self confidence thing. I don't think that that's something that you necessarily need to change. I just think that that's something that changes the people who you're friends with, who you naturally, you know, find yourself being friends with. I think that if you're a defensive person and... You wouldn't want to hang out with someone who's like jabbing at you all the time. Exactly. Although I do jab at you all the time. Weird. (laughs) I jab at you, no, in, you in a pretty obviously joking way. Yeah. Like, I don't ever make them serious, you sack of s***. <laughs> 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 no, like that. Like, I yeah, make it, yeah. like, obvious that I'm making, like, I'm picking on you, you garbage piece <laughs> of a human man. <laughs> no, but, like, for example, I'm good friends with uh, you and Cody and Ethan, and they are all pretty <laughs> defensive people. The yeah. only person that's not really a super defensive person that I'm really good friends with is Mystery Man. 
I always thought that Cody wasn't defensive. Cody is so defensive. Dude, you'll say stuff to him on PUBG that I would like have a hard time not saying something to. Uh And Cody's just like, eh. I'm just like, oh, okay. I'm more defensive than Cody then. I he knows <laughs> when to pick his battles. Yeah. Like he uh, he's listening right now. I don't really he is, know like actually. Hey, I just hey Cody. It, he's defensive cuz we are there was one time where we went on like a 2-hour road trip somewhere. He and I alone in the car. Yeah. We might have gone skiing or something and we were on the way home. And we argued about one topic the entire ride. What? And when we got home, we looked at each other and we're like, what were we even <laughs> arguing about? Like, we couldn't remember. We just <laughs> fought about something for two hours for no reason and couldn't remember the argument. Cody was devil's advocate. He That's what Cody does a lot, is he will, like, play the devil's advocate even if that's not how he feels. Yeah. But, yeah, so I think that being a defensive person isn't a bad thing. It just changes who you're friends with. Do you think you're friends with a lot of defensive people or people who would consider themselves less defensive because that would be an interesting dynamic are defensive people friends with more other defensive people or people who aren't i think you probably have a good point there i think uh you would find that people who are defensive would kind of group up with other people who feel the same way because if you feel that way and you're a decent person like you wouldn't necessarily want to project that towards someone else right so you value certain things about friends yeah because that's how you want to be treated right so and i like that most of my friends are defensive because it allows us to like debate things without getting angry right like i i'm i love my wife a lot but she is uh not a defensive person and that took a while for me to get used to and i think for her to get used to me because i would like she would bring up a point and i would automatically jump and be defensive Mm. and I would be defensive in a way that she thought I was like arguing with her oh, when yeah. I wasn't. It was like attacking. Right. Like I right. was just defending the point. I didn't intend to argue, but it would turn into an argument because she's not defensive. So she thought I was attacking her when that's not what I meant at all. Hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah, it's a different perspective though. Because she doesn't see that as like a debate. She sees it as like I'm picking a fight. Right. And to me, like I would think that that is defensive though. Like if you if you feel attacked, mm. even though maybe then like because that's how I feel like that's how what I was talking about like even though true. I know that you are joking, like I still can't help but to like feel like I need to defend myself. Okay, then maybe I'm thinking of defensive in the wrong light. Maybe I'm thinking of I don't know. I'm like a debater. A mass. No, don't say it. <laughs> I but yeah, I like. I don't, I don't, I guess, I don't know. I've never really thought about this very hard. Um, but maybe I'm not defensive. Maybe I just like to debate. Because I do. I can, like, debate a point till the sun goes down and comes back up again yeah. without getting mad. It, I don't get angry. I could debate forever. It depends on how strongly I feel about something. If I actually feel strongly and I'm passionate about a topic, I probably will get pretty frustrated quick. Like, the whole argument with... Scott, my brother-in-law. <laughs> the brother-in-law thing? Oh, oh, my word. That drives me crazy. Was it Jordan that originally started that? Yes, and I, I side with him still. You seem to think that my wife's sister's husband is not my brother-in-law. Right. So my sister-in-law ha- yeah. is married. My sister-in-law... Yes. She is your sister-in-law, for yes. sure. Yes, absolutely. 
Her husband is not my brother-in-law? I would say no, because it's too far removed. It's not too far removed. It's like three steps removed, not two. What does that matter? sister is like two steps, and then her husband is three steps. So what is so he it's to like, me? Can we not have this? It's like step, Can we not do this? You know? See, this is what I mean by debating, is that like, <laughs> we've talked about this in like for a long we just time keep saying the same thing so i we should not bring it up yep. here on the podcast because it'll go nowhere it's just i feel one way you feel the other way yep tomato tomato it's not though i know because it's tomato that's such a stupid <laughs> phrase or is it tomato it is tomato oh okay it's like that phrase um it's like comparing apples and oranges like you can't compare apples and oranges Sure yes, you can. can. They're both fruit. <laughs> like, why couldn't you? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But yeah, back to what we were talking about. We've sidetracked a lot this episode. Yeah. We basically, like, I, I guess that we can wrap that up for me. Those are two things that I find are weaknesses in myself. One thing that I probably can work on. And the other that, even though I keep trying, it's just like not happening. Maybe it will eventually. It's going to take some work. But So uh, that brings us to you. Joe. So we've already kind of touched on the main thing for me a little bit in our conversation. We mentioned, we talked a little bit earlier about like how I'll like jab at you, but yeah. I do it in like a joking way. Yeah. I feel like there's some times where I go too far, not just with you, but like with my wife and with my other friends and stuff where like, I just, I like making jokes yeah and there are so many things that people say on a daily basis that can be made funny if you oh. like if you just you have to detach any emotion from the situation and look at it from a comedic perspective and you can make just about anything funny yeah so i'm always looking for a joke and i feel like sometimes i just do it too much and i annoy people because i'm constantly just trying to be like constantly trying to think of it com- from a comedic light and that bothers me that I do that because I can tell when I'm annoying people. And that's something that's always bothered me is that I feel like I'm annoying to others. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It drives me crazy. It's one of my biggest insecurities that I think yeah. I'm annoying. <laughs> and it just it just bothers yeah. me. Like the other day, you were worried that you were talking too much. When we were and hanging we out were at your like, place. We were like, no, Joe, you don't talk too much. Don't worry about it. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. And then, like, 10 minutes later, Adria's like, shut up, Joe. <laughs> uh, and then I immediately pointed it out. Right. It was so funny. Yeah, like, I was, like, so worried that I was being obnoxious yeah. and annoying you guys. And she, and she most yes. of all, was like, yeah. no, 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 you're not annoying. And then 10 minutes later, she's telling me to be quiet because I'm annoying her. Yeah. Like, thanks for dialing in on my biggest insecurity. Yeah, no big deal. But, yeah, so I feel like, I don't know, maybe that's not why I'm annoying but I think it is. I don't know. I think it's one of those things that it's not, I wouldn't call it a weakness. It's just um, person to person. Uh, you have to identify who doesn't appreciate it mm-hmm. and just so, stop it. So with them. that's what I want to work on. Yeah. That's what I want to, you know, make better is make better. That's what I want to improve is identifying who in my life doesn't appreciate that and tone right. it back with them. Yeah. But it's so hard for me because I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> gotta say it. <laughs> I thought of a joke. If I think of something clever to say, it's going to come out. Yeah. I can't I can't help it. I just got to add real quick. It, this reminded me, the whole fact that you should kind of change or be how you act depending on the person you're with. Um, 
reminded me of the type of people who are like, I don't care what anyone else thinks. Because I've always found issue. I've always taken issue with that. I don't like, typically I don't like the people mm. who always talk about, I am who I am. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. like, or, or I don't change for anybody. To me, that's not strength. That's that's a ignorance. weakness. And it's ignorant. Yes. It's, it's showing an unwillingness to adapt. Right. And it's showing disrespect. See, I've always for not caring about how other people feel. Right. I've always said that I don't care what others think, but I'm yeah. saying it in a different way than what you're meaning. Like no, I'm saying like Yeah, there's a different inflection right. when people say I don't it. care like if people think I'm stupid. Right. Like if people think I'm goofy or like if I'm being like weird, like I don't care. Yeah. But like if someone had a problem with my personality, I'm just not going to say, I don't care. I am who I am. Like, right. I'm going to work on trying like to- Like, if someone felt disrespected- Exactly. And, and just, like, said, hey, you know, not that this happens, but, hey, I don't I don't like what you said. Yeah. You <laughs> Could you be, not you say be, that? And if, if, <laughs> if that's your friend or someone who you want to be your friend or something, and you're a good person, you'd say, oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll work on it or right. something. You don't say, well, that's just who I am. If you don't like it, <laughs> go away. There's the door. I'm strong. Don't let the door hit you on your way out. Yeah. Ugh. Not that if friends you don't, do that anyway, though. Yeah. Like, I don't think you'd say something. I'd be like, listen, Jake, I don't think you I know. That's, that. that's why I said not like this happens. <laughs> but unless you have a podcast and then you'll end up talking about it. That's true. Do I have any others? You want me to like pull one out of the hat? Because I have a whole top hat filled with weaknesses for you. Do it. All right. Let me just, uh, hmm. Oh. Say it. You're ugly. Uh oh. <laughs> well, I can't change that. Jake. I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the one thing I can't no. change. That's the only thing that I think of is, is just the fact that you, uh, you're completely comfortable. In public, yeah. just as you are in private, there are. But that's not a weakness. There it's, are. There are sometimes a personality when, thing, right? There are sometimes when I'm like a little anxious in public. Yeah. Like, this is the weirdest thing. Like, if there's someone I haven't seen in a long time, I'm like anxious about going up and talking to them if I see them in public. Oh yeah. Like, if I didn't see, I don't know. We hang out like five times a week. Probably not that many times, but definitely not that many. At times. least two times a week. Yeah. Say we just like stopped hanging out, yeah, and like three years passed, and we hadn't like talked or anything in three years. Yeah, if we were like both in Hannaford at the same time, and I saw you, that is like immediate awkward for me. Like I don't feel awkward in public, but I'd be like, "Oh damn!" Like <laughs> what do I say? What do I say? Hey, you! <laughs> like that's the only time I feel awkward. Like I don't know, old friendships. Yeah. People I met, I knew in my past. That's weird to me. Yeah. A lot of times it's, it's like a, a grocery store scenario. You don't expect to see them. Right. And then when you're just like hit with them. Yeah. What do you do? What yeah, do you like, say? Oh, hey, you. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, you. That's what I like. Yeah. What you got there? Lemonade? Oh, good choice. Man, I like that brand. Hey, what well, you got there in your car? Oh, a 48 pack of Bud. Oh wow! <laughs> you you partying tonight, huh? Yeah. No, just another <laughs> night alone. Oh, <laughs> oh, and I see you got a second cart there behind you with like three or four more forty-eight packs of Bud. Uh, yeah, right. You stocking up for the next six months? Nope, this is just the weekend. Oh, well, I I gotta go. I, I have a have a good one. See see you out there. 
Not for long, you know, the doctor, when they hit you, start hitting you with uh, their medical history, you got to get out of there. <laughs> but yeah, for me, I'd say the biggest one is that I feel like I'm annoying to yeah. others. And that's always bothered me since a young age, in fact, since well, I was a wee lad. Did people call you annoying a lot? Yes. Yeah. They did. That's all right, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm a stronger. <laughs> I'm, I'm past it now. <laughs> I'm stronger because of it. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> I think about it every night as I try to fall asleep. Am I annoying? <laughs> I know I am. So, On that positive note, I think maybe we should wrap up the show. Yeah, let's do it. Is there anything in your life that you think you need to improve? Is there any specific aspect that you know, you've thought a lot about that others might pick up on that you want to change for them or for yourself? Let us know. We know there's not a lot of you out there listening at this point, so we'd appreciate some interaction. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, drop us a line. Hey, good episode this week, boys. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. We'd like to be appreciated. <laughs> yeah. So, Jake. Well, um, you uh, want to give him a wise word? Sure. My wise word today that i coming up with all by myself, melancholy. Wow, that's a great word. It is. I just heard someone say it that I I find isn't annoying at all. Oh, who was it? Must it, not it have been. Like, it was you. It wasn't me. Like 45 minutes because ago. Because I'm annoying. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? That's me. <laughs> that that actually was <laughs> very annoying. <laughs> Let's end the show on that. All right. See you next week, boys and girls. See you guys later. Bridges are burning, I'm holding